This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Talenti. Matthew, did you know that when Talenti makes gelato and sorbetto, they kind of tend to get a little overzealous? I have noticed that. Yeah. I mean, did they really need to use so many raspberries in their Roman raspberry sorbetto that the machine apparently broke? I hope they fixed it because otherwise our listeners won't be able to get that sorbetto. But I'm sure they fixed it by now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you also hear that they invented giant mint steepers? What is that? Is that like a giant, like a T-ball? or something. Oh, oh, they just put a bunch of mint leaves <laughs> in a gigantic tea bag, like a hefty bag-sized tea bag. I'm thinking it's even bigger than that. I'm thinking it's like, I know that I've referenced the giant jam sandwich yes. on the show before, <laughs> but I think that they had to build an entire warehouse to house this this giant mint steeper to make their Mediterranean mint do you so still, minty. Do you still have that mixer called Sir Mix-a-Lot? Yeah. I think their mint steeper is called Sir Mint-a-Lot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, listeners, you be the judge of whether or not they had to go to these lengths to make great sorbetto and gelato. And go get some sorbetto and gelato from your grocer's freezer case. Talenti, the delicious, is in the details. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today, we are talking about Hawaiian junk food. Yep. First, we need to let you know. Once again. Yep. Once again. We are recording this episode with some scaffolding right outside the window and a whole lot of banging and grinding and sawing going on. Yeah, there's a whole lot of grinding going on is what we need to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's going to be noisy and weird in here. Uh-huh. It, most, it's yeah. like how it is pretty much most in my, of the time. Most of the time. Oh, in your inside that's how it is inside your mind. Yeah. Noisy yeah. and weird. Yeah. There's a there's a great uh, like uh, early Everclear song called Nervous and Weird. I would mm-hmm. recommend that to anyone. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, hey, so um, I, I think that the next thing we need to do is thank listener Caroline. Yes, who, and I think, I think she thanked her friend also who, she did. who helped with the shopping. So here, how about I read a little bit of her letter? Please do. Uh, Hi, Matthew and Molly. I'm a longtime Seattleite, recently home from Oahu, where I was visiting my good friend Bianca. Aside from our overlapping years at Seattle U, Bianca is a lifelong resident of, I'm going to butcher this, Mililani Town, about a 30-minute drive from Honolulu. 
between shave ice, malasadas, plate lunches with macaroni salad, and spam on everything, Hawaii is pretty much a junk food lover's paradise. Yeah. I was especially impressed by the vast array of locally engineered food products available at the grocery store. After I explained what the heck spilled milk is, <laughs> Bianca offered to help me curate the perfect junk food box to bring home. Hope you enjoy, listener Caroline. This, I mean, this is a good uh, opportunity to mention. Like, if you have someone in your life who doesn't know what spilled milk is, please. Explain it awkwardly to them. Yes, please. And then send us some. I'm really excited about this junk food. Send us some like exciting junk food. Yeah, it's like a show where a couple of ding dongs say they're going to talk about food, but then they mostly talk about ding dongs. <laughs> yeah. Let's work our way through it here. Should we start um, yeah. savory and then go sweet? Let's do that. Okay, so I think that means that we start, we with, start the, with cuttlefish, the smoked cuttlefish. I like how she, when she said <laughs> um, it, uh, that Hawaii is a is a junk food heaven. Is that it? Yes. My first thought a was junk food lovers paradise. Junk food lo- that, that uh, that's good because like they didn't really have a lot else to offer tourist wise, so it's good that they that they have something that they can advertise. Yeah, yeah. Those poor Hawaiians <laughs> have nothing to offer to us tourists. Uh, have you been to Hawaii? I haven't, and I really want to go. I've been once. I was 11 years old, and mostly I remember eating noodles uh-huh. and uh, and boogie boarding, and my nipples got really chapped from boogie boarding, and it was very painful. <laughs> this sounds awesome. <laughs> so, so th- I mean, that's a that's a public service announcement. If you go to Hawaii, just like take care of your nipples, I guess. Okay, fair enough. So, so Caroline says of the smoked cuttlefish, uh, this was included in my going home care package from Bianca. I figured I could save you some. You're welcome. Hmm. So this looks like a, a snack food. It's good. It's just kind of like, tastes like beef jerky, kind of smoky and chewy with just a little bit of sea funk. And, um, and it says to refrigerate after opening. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Hmm. Oh, this is a product of Japan. That makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. because I've I've had pretty much the same thing that I bought in Japan. That's delicious. Yeah, it's great. Mm, that's delicious. Oh, it's also got MSG in it. That mm-hmm. definitely helps explain why it's so delicious. Yep, it's salty. It's savory. Oh my god, it's got, it's got licorice in it. What? And corn vinegar and sugar and ingredients: salt. squid, sugar, salt, corn vinegar, uh, sorbitol, MSG, glucose, acetic acid, malic acid, glycerin, licorice. Sorbic acid, sodium phosphate. Whatever that beautiful cocktail is that they have put on those smoked cuttlefish, I love it. Yeah, I would drink a cocktail version. Hey, what's the difference between a cuttlefish and a squid? I don't know, since it says smoked cuttlefish on the, on the label, and then it says ingredients squid. I That's think, delicious. I think squid and cuttlefish are like in the same family of mollusks. Okay. The Once mo- again, here we are on Spilled Milk, sharing our... Most well-tested facts. How do you test facts? <laughs> put, them, put them out on the internet, and then they're facts. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. Oh Matthew. Let's, what else can we eat? Okay. Hey, how about some? Yeah, that thing you're holding. Let's do this thing. Will you pronounce it? Sweet Li Hing Mui. Okay. Uh, uh, listener Caroline says included in a category of dried fruit snacks called crack seed. Crack seed? Li Ming is a salty dried plum that's extremely popular in Hawaii, especially ground into a powder that mm. is used to coat candy and donuts. Also a popular shave ice. Flavor. Oh, okay. So is it salty? It is salty. 
It's kind of like an umeboshi, but sweeter and drier. Does it have a pit? It has in a it? P- big pit. Wow. Oh, you know what this has in it that it's I haven't like tasted in ages? It's like 90% pit. Look, look at the ingredients. It has saccharin. Aspartame. Both. Well, yeah. Well, that is fascinating. I, I think I would really like it as a shave ice flavor. I'm not sure I like it in this form because- It's very intense and hard to eat. It's really intense and uh, deeply difficult to eat. It's, um, I think I think this is in the had to grow up with it category for me. Mm, but I like the aftertaste. Yeah, I like yeah. The, the aspartame aftertaste. I, oh my the God. The aspartaste. So, hey, do you remember when NutraSweet first came out? Yep. And um, to at least a number of American households, they sent out um, gumballs as like a little ad. I don't remember this. I remember I was the one who retrieved the mail from, you know, the the slot in the front door that day. Oh, I imagine you like trudging out to the mailbox and seeing the like. No, no. We had one of those like slots in the door. Yeah, we did too. Um, anyway, I remember I was allowed to have those, those gumballs and I remember I thought they were so delicious because uh, yeah, the NutraSweet has that ultra sweet flavor, yeah. which is staying in my mouth after eating this thing. Yeah. It's staying in my mouth. Interesting. So really, do you think that's like the, asp- the, the, like the aspartame flavor? Like, I feel like I can taste the, the sweet and low saccharin flavor. That's what sweet and low is, yeah, right? Yeah, I think I'm tasting like a pure sweetness. I'm not even tasting the... Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, I, I'm i excited to try. Can we try the um, the Lee Hing sour watermelon slices yeah, next? I, 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 think, I hope they have real sugar. Um, yeah, because it, it contains plum powder. So, so it's got... It's so interesting. Why did they... This isn't even marketed as like a diet version or anything. I wonder why no, they I did think, that. I think it's probably like just... Like for used for flavor rather than for calorie restriction. Interesting. Okay, wait. So these this is mm. sweet sour watermelon. Only this looks nothing like the sour watermelon slices you and I usually. This is eat. interesting. Whoa, whoa! This tastes like the bottom of a old wooden drawer. This also has licorice in it, like the bottom of an old wooden drawer. Yeah, I mean this is a dark. Flavor. Have you licked a lot of different kinds of drawers? Yeah. Pretty much every drawer I have encountered in my lifetime, if I can get alone with it, I'm going to lick it. Mm hmm. <laughs> What's your favorite so far? <laughs> I mean, cedar always smells so good, like a cedar chest. I don't know. If- I love the smell of cedar. I think I would actually like live in like a cedar closet. You, you could. I think I'd probably get a big headache after a while. Yeah. But this I'm, is not, I mean, on the plus side, you wouldn't get moths. I don't think this is very good. Hmm. I think this is a really weird flavor. So here's, here's something I'm wondering is, you know, um, and I feel like I should credit friend of the show, um, uh, Becky Selengut, for, for this idea, like that uh, she calls it vacation head, that when you go on vacation, everything you taste is awesome because yeah. you're on vacation. Yeah. I wonder if that can account for, like, some of the enthusiasm that I, I remember, like, thinking food in Hawaii was awesome, too. Um, I'm not – it sounds like I'm saying that, that food in Hawaii is not good and, and we only think it's good because we're in Hawaii, but maybe that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I feel like I'm being terrible. I think that smoked cuttlefish is really – really It's really delicious. And um, I – I guess both I, of the things we were lukewarm on are have the same unusual flavor that we weren't familiar with, so that's probably a better explanation. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Third Love. And I actually have a story about this. So I was recently on a bus ride. Uh, I was chaperoning a school field trip, and I was talking to one of the moms on the field trip. And she was Wait, asking, were you riding like a yellow school bus? It was a charter bus because oh, it was like an out of town field trip. Oh, you you really want to set man. the scene. Oh, I, huh? Yeah, I really wanted to I see forgot it. you're a writer. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mentioned I had a podcast, and she said, Oh, do you have any ads on your podcast? And I said, Yeah, actually, we have a bra company that advertises. And she said, Is it Third Love? I'm wearing it right now. And she wow. was so excited did about her Third you? Love bra. She did not show me. I realize this sounds weird, like a weird story, but this this all really happened. Um, and she said, Yeah, I mean, we were, we were on this field trip. It was to Portland. It was really hot. We were, it was a marching band field trip. So we were like marching around in the sun. It was sweaty. She was wearing her third love. Wait, were you playing in the band? I was not playing in the band. I was chaperoning. Was she playing in the band? No, but we had to like. So you can, I was going to just guess that if she had been playing in the band, which I know you said she wasn't. Right. That her third love bra would have been incredibly supportive and allowed her a full range of movements for like dancing with her saxophone or whatever. Yeah. But. But, I mean, the, the adults had to pull water in a wagon behind the marching band. This sounds like <laughs> it's, torture. It, well, but um, the, the Third Love 24-7 t-shirt bra, you know, remained comfortable uh, and, you know, Even almost under unnoticeable those under those conditions. That's what I'm trying to say here. Wow. I mean, this is, I, I, I dare say, this is the perfect bra for everyone. Yes, and, marching uh, band or otherwise. Yeah, and you can find yours in just seconds by answering a couple of easy questions on Third Love's online fit finder. They'll help you figure out what size and what style is going to be best uh-huh. for you. And then you can try one of their bras free for 30 days. Just pay two ninety for shipping and they will send it to you costs nothing more than that for the first 30 days if you like it keep it they'll charge your card the price of the bra if you don't like it send it back amazing yep that's thirdlove.com slash spilled milk oh i love the name of this i like this in its slightly strange blandness okay tell, tell the people what we're eating we're eating Diamond Bakery brand, Hawaiian Royal Creams, Original Minis, Crunchy Cream Crackers, and cream is spelled C-R-E-E-M. By law. Okay. Hawaii's favorite cream cracker, exclamation point. Now in a convenient, more snackable size, these mini original flavors, excuse me, original flavor Hawaiian Royal Creams are still the perfect complement to a cup of tea or coffee or with a cold glass of milk. Okay. These, I, I think these are great. Uh, interestingly, I'm, I'm about to get very upset at listener Caroline, and you'll see why. Royal Creams, kind of like Anilla Wafer, um, they're, they're definitely less sweet than Anilla Wafer, which For I think sure. is good. Uh, <clears throat> Diamond Bakery also makes a bunch of different graham cracker flavors, including coconut and Kona coffee, which we didn't get. Oh my God, listener Caroline. Go back and visit your friend again. Yeah, you're going to have to. I'm sorry. I know this is going to suck for you, but you're going to have to go back to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this. This is great. This is great. I think it, it would be terrific with, with coffee or what were the other mm. things? Soup. Tea. Soup. <laughs> uh, milk. <laughs> right out of the bag. Mm-hmm. At school, at work, or on the go. And probably for Halloween, they make a special edition bag that says Hawaiian Royal Screams. <laughs> Oh, I mean, there's nothing, like, special about them, and I love that. Like, 
so I when I was traveling in mm, Costa Rica, I think, with my friend Brandy, who owns the pantry here in Seattle. Oh, the pantry, a cooking school in Seattle. Brandy spotted a packet of dulce de leche in this convenience store that we were in. And then we went and tried to find something to put them on. And we found in this sort of like... Um, I mean, and this was really a convenience store market. It was tiny. So it was, this was like but, a can of caramel? like like It was a bag. A it bag? Was, it was like a bag, like a, like a bag of um, Capri Sun. Oh, okay. But in it was, um, was, yeah, like a milk caramel. Yeah. Caramel, basically. Um, and we found this product made by a local bakery, um, but, you know, like industrially packaged, called Chubby's. <laughs> <laughs> and they were a very plain cracker cookie type thing that was like delicious in its way. And anyway, we had the time of our lives eating chubbies like spread with dulce de leche. And I have basically been trying to find chubbies ever since. <laughs> Can I quote every part of that? Yeah. Out of context. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. But anyway, that's what these remind me of in their sort of like um, a slightly wholesome but really delicious blandness. Yeah. Hawaiian Royal Creams. Thumbs up. Yeah. Okay. How about we taste this drink? Mm-hmm. I already tasted some. Speaking of Capri Sun. Oh. Oh my God, the kid in me would have clamored for this. It's like, hey, did you ever have Tang as a kid? Yes. I thought nothing could be better. Okay, this is the Lily Koi Passion Drink. Extremely popular in cans at to-go food establishments. They're over the TSA permitted three ounces, so I got the powder mix, which is probably uh-huh. not quite as tasty. Oh, but it's good. I mean, it's, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, really it's good. packaged the same way Country Time Lemonade is, like in a big packet. Um and uh, it mixes very easily with cold water. And this, you know, I, I'm enjoying this very much right now. I can tell for sure if I was at the beach, oh this my would God. be the best drink. Uh, yes. Icy cold. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it's got it's got a little bit of passion fruit flavor, but mostly mm-hmm. kind of, you know, generic powdered fruit punchy flavor. And oh, it's great. Oh, it's really nice. I like it a lot. Well, I wonder what Lily Koi means. I can answer that question. Oh, good! Lily Koi Passion Drink Mix. Passion fruit, or Lily Koi as it's known in Hawaii, is an enticing tropical flavor. The sweet, unforgettable scent of passion fruit has just the right amount of pucker. Can't help but salivate. Ooh. We, hope, <laughs> we hope our drink mixes find our friends and Ohana family at home and abroad. Has just the right amount of pucker. <laughs> The way you say that makes me want to vomit. Okay. Well, I'm trying to get back at you for the way you kept saying chubbies. (laughs) Okay. Okay, we got one more item, and I'm very excited about it. Samurai brand. Oh, my God. That wasn't what I was expecting at all. wow. And yet, look at the bag. (laughs) We're so, so slow. We're so dumb. Samurai brand, old-fashioned, sweet candied popcorn. Comes in a bag that is basically rainbow-colored with pictures of rainbow-colored popcorn all over it. And yet we opened the bag and were surprised to find that it was rainbow-colored. Yep. Um, I want to eat this with my eyes closed because the colors <laughs> are upsetting me. Especially the... I mean, it looks like popcorn... It looks like you were painting your... Like, painting a room of your house, like, with, like... uh. Or painting an art car with like multiple like vibrant colors and like 
didn't wash her hands before eating some popcorn. Molly is, is eating this with her eyes closed, like I suggested. So, I was about to say, I think this is incredible. And then I got one that was like a little pepperminty tasting. Um, yeah. I feel like it's got like an added flavor in it that I don't love. Even though it doesn't say it does. Here's what I feel about this. Corn! It's, what? Did you say corn? It has the, the popcorn <laughs> flavor, the added flavor is corn? <laughs> what, what, what's happening? Yes. <laughs> or For just a moment, I forgot. Popcorn is corn. <laughs> it does taste corny. I it, think that's what I'm getting. It does taste corny. I'm, I'm also <laughs> getting like uh, bitter uh, food coloring flavor. <laughs> Here's what I think about Samurai brand old-fashioned sweet candy popcorn. Color aside, it's kind of like kettle corn, but not as good. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, wow, is that a lot of food coloring. Also available at movie theaters, uh, Caroline says, oh, along with hurricane popcorn, which is covered in furikake and rice cracker bits. That sounds good. And also made in Oahu. I am going to go to Hawaii and I'm going to go to a movie, and I'm going to order Hurricane Popcorn. Okay, let's do this. Can we expense that? Uh, next, <laughs> Spilled Milk Retreat. Um, okay, here's what's bothering me about Samurai brand uh, old-fashioned sweet candied popcorn, which I sort of just said but have now confirmed. It has no added flavors. Yeah. Um, so anything you taste that's not sugar, um, and it doesn't even have salt. So anything you're tasting other than sugar and popcorn is the taste of FD&C Blue Number 1 and FD&C Red Number 40. So if you ever wanted to know what those things taste like, now you can find out. Hmm. I gotta say, I love... I love the spirit of junk food in Hawaii. Yeah. Like, and there's no pretense to it. No, and, and like, what parts of it I like, I really like. This episode was brought to you by Third Love. Third Love uses real women's measurements to create bras that fit better, whether you're in a marching band or not. They're available in sizes from AA to G, including their exclusive half cup sizes. It's so cool. I did not ask the person on the marching band trip. You didn't ask her what her size was? No, I did not. I'm I'm a try to be a human being most of the time. (laughs) Okay. Okay, great. Well, anyway, um, if, if this bra, if you try it and it's not your favorite, I, I well, you what? can't, you can't be in my band. Uh, <laughs> no, anyway, go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk to try it now, free for 30 days. That's thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. This was really awesome, mm-hmm. Caroline. My favorite thing is the cream crackers, and possibly my favorite thing about the cream crackers is that they're spelled C-R-E-E-M. Me too. Um, wow, this was, this was a... Um, a <clears throat> fairly non-threatening junk food box, which I yeah. always appreciate. Sometimes the the contents scare me. Can I can I admit something? I already forgot what you said. Chubbies are. <laughs> oh, well, they're <clears throat> they're they remind me of royal creams. Oh, it's a cookie. Yeah, it's it's like a cookie that's not very sweet, slightly mm-hmm. wholesome tasting, but they're they're bigger than those. Hence the name. Yeah. Um. All right. Yes. Well, I. I guess now, having tasted this stuff, I would be willing to go to Hawaii. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if I mean, if I had to, is there is there like a, a if, this, if somebody got married there or something conference or uh, uh, you know food pavilion? You know what? Hey, Matthew. Mm-hmm. So we have been doing this show for is it? I'm going to say too long. Seven and a half years. That now. is correct. How about we have our ten year vow oh. renewal in <laughs> Hawaii? Okay. Can we get the same uh, um, universal life church minister that married us into a podcast in the first place? (laughs) Sure. Okay. Let's just get producer Abby ordained. Okay, great. Um, So you can find us online. uh, You can find us in Hawaii, I guess. Uh, You can find us online at SpilledMilkPodcast.com, where we'll we'll post a list of the things we tasted. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SpilledMilkPodcast. And, um, you know, it really does help if you leave us a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. It helps other other podcast-hungry listeners find <laughs> us. They're hungry for podcasts and corn. Uh, and until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. The uh, show that's coming over and licking your drawers. <laughs> I'm Matthew Amster Burton. No! <laughs> and I'm Molly Weisenberg. Can't take it back. Uh, I feel like I was on a roll, uh, like getting these like off the bat, off the off the cuff, off the chain. Dunkin' cold coffee can be brewed at home in your Keurig coffee maker with Dunkin' cold K cup pods. Just brew it hot over ice and enjoy flavor that's crafted to serve cold. The home with Dunkin' is where you want to be.